Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, July 19th. I'm Sarah Fenton in for Wayne Pratt. Ahead, a successful St. Louis designer and activist will soon focus her creativity on the Griot Museum of Black History. When I get fixated on an idea, I just gotta make it happen. And so far, I've, I've, been, I've been good at executing on ideas. St. Louis Public Radio's Nancy Fowler talks with Dee Nichols, who's spending a year at Harvard to help the museum. That's coming up soon, but first, these headlines. Missouri Auditor Nicole Galloway, a Democrat, is criticizing Republican Governor Mike Parson for how his office spent state money while he was lieutenant governor. Aviva Oaks and Haberman has more on the audit, which was released on Thursday. The audit says Parson's office didn't document well enough to justify spending $33,000 on two used SUVs that Galloway says weren't used that much. The audit also says Parson could have saved an estimated $2,000 on travel expenses. In a letter responding to the audit, Parson's general counsel says all business travel requests were approved by the Office of Administration and that the SUVs were bought with budgeted money. The letter also says the audit infringes on the, quote, lieutenant governor's discretion to make purchases and manage his office. The audit comes as Galloway is widely expected to challenge Parson in 2020 for the governor's office, although she hasn't officially announced. I'm Aviva Okuson-Haberman. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker announced yesterday he will not implement a Trump administration rule to withhold federal money from health care providers that perform and refer women for abortions. State officials say the public health department will provide those funds while the rule remains in effect. The announcement comes after the Trump administration announced it had started enforcing what critics call the gag rule because it prohibits providers that receive Title X funding from counseling patients about abortion. The funding provides birth control, cancer screenings, and other health services to roughly 4 million low-income U.S. women. In Illinois, the move to forego Title X funding while the gag rule remains in effect will cost the state more than $2 million this fiscal year. State officials say the money will ensure 28 providers that previously relied on federal funding will see no disruption in the women's health services they provide. Illinois is part of a multi-state lawsuit to permanently overturn the rule. Illinois Congressman Mike Bost introduced legislation on Thursday to make Cahokia Mound a national park. St. Louis Public Radio's Mary Leonard reports. The proposed park would be called the Cahokia Mounds and Mississippian Culture National Historic Park. It would include the 2,200-acre Illinois State Historic Site in Collinsville, plus other ancient mounds in the region. The National Park Service and local and state agencies would manage the park. Illinois Congressman Mike Bost sponsored the measure. He says many people are surprised to learn that the ancient mounds built by the Mississippians a thousand years ago aren't already a national park. So many other national treasures have been put into the Park Service, and this is a place where it should naturally be. Bost, a Republican, says there's bipartisan support for the bill in both houses of Congress. I'm Mary Leonard, St. Louis Public Radio. 
Finally, after damaging storms and major flooding hit Missouri this spring, many small business owners and farmers sustained millions of dollars in damage. On Thursday, State Treasurer Scott Fitzpatrick announced a new loan program called Lift to help with recovery. It will allow approved borrowers to get a loan of up to $2 million at a reduced interest rate. The program also allows borrowers to refinance any existing debt. There are more than 140 lenders across the state participating in the program. A full list of lenders can be found at a link on our website, stlpublicradio.org. A St. Louis designer and activist is heading to Harvard University next month to study ways to enhance the Griot Museum of Black History in North St. Louis. Dee Nichols will begin exploring ideas for sustaining and growing the Grio through a coveted Loeb Fellowship awarded by Harvard's Graduate School of Design. Nichols envisions the museum as an expanded space for black arts, history, and culture. St. Louis Public Radio's Nancy Fowler talks with Nichols, who says her relationship with the woman who opened the Grio in 1997 drives her interest in the institution. Tell me what it is about Lois Connolly, mm-hmm. the, the founder of the Grio, that makes you want to spend a year of your time developing this institution. Oh, my goodness. I, I light up when I think about Lois. Um, it's, it's so funny, and she, she, may, she may laugh with, about me telling people this, but a lot of our time together and a lot of our meetings are through crawfish boils. Both of us have this passion for seafood, and we go to you know, king crabs and all of these other seafood places. And we sit, we eat, and we talk. And part of that for me, especially with running Food Spark and uh, United Story and all of these other initiatives that like bring meeting and networking into a more casual space, I love that because that's where deeper connections, deeper conversations start to happen. So what do those some of those conversations look like? <laughs> a lot of it is her her talking about you know her family and her her background and what drove her to uh, start the Grio and the sense of filling cultural voids that exist in our city. Um, St. Louis is what over fifty percent black now. The fact that we don't have a cultural institution in this city on the magnitude of some of our other museums and spaces that is solely dedicated to the culture, the history, the heritage of black people in the city, sometimes is heartbreaking for me. Um, I grew up in rural Mississippi and segregation was very live and well even in my childhood and I'm only 31 years old. And that sense of being able to Bring history into present experiences, I, I think, is, is something that I find remarkable. What sort of changes do you see to the mm-hmm. capacity of the GRIO? Yeah, I, I think by rallying more connections, especially the network and the resources that you get from Harvard, we already have a few uh, leaders there who are committed and invested uh, with helping to, to carry some of the load of some of the ideas that we're working on. Are any of the ideas like concrete enough to imagine what the visitor experience might be? Um, a lot of eyes are on St. Louis, especially this year with the fifth year of the uprising in Ferguson and the murder of Mike Brown coming up. I, I think it 
incentivizes us to really think about how are we holding the story and the narratives of what we've been through. How might we become a learning lab for emerging activists and organizers? How might we hold space to allow people to engage with oral histories, archives, collections of the museum, and be able to tie that into the work that they're doing and the, the, the efforts that they're leading? So this is a long-term project. What, two, five, yeah. ten years? I mean, this is just this year is the beginning of a longer relationship. I hope, um, and I'm I'm someone who, when when I get fixated on an idea, I just got to make it happen. And so far, I've I've been I've been good at executing on ideas. That was designer and activist Dee Nichols talking with St. Louis Public Radio's Nancy Fowler about her Harvard fellowship focused on the Griot Museum. David Cazares edited that piece. The executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. Our music is by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Sarah Fentum, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.